Hey folks, and welcome to this week's episode of the Small Tech Podcast by FMI Creative. I'm your host, Raf, and today we're going to be talking about funding sources in Canada. If you enjoy the work we do, we would really, really appreciate it if on YouTube you hit that like and subscribe button and in your favorite podcast apps, if you can give us a review and a rating and subscribe. We are a tiny team and every little bit of support that we can get helps. So let's start talking about funding in Canada. There is a lot of funding available in Canada. There's so much, from grants from foundations and from different levels of government and all kinds of other stuff available out there. But we are going to be talking today about a few different grants and tax credits that we have interacted with on some level. Maybe it's because we worked with a client who received that grant or tax credit, or because we used it ourselves. They are programs that we have at least some understanding of. Specifically also, we'll be talking about the types of funding that you can get when working on a tech product. First, let's talk about the two big ones, Shred and IRAP. People call Shred, Shred, because it sounds kind of cool, I guess, and it's easier than scientific research and experimental development. So people just shorten SRED to Shred. The program is a federal tax incentive managed by the Canada Revenue Agency. And basically, the goal of it is to incentivize Canadian businesses to participate in scientific research and experimental development. They want Canadian businesses to do innovative things. And basically, the program just offers a tax refund for any sort of eligible research and development costs that you might incur as a business. So let's say you build something and you did something really interesting and innovative, you basically would submit a write-up to the government explaining why that was different and innovative and why it should qualify for a refund. There are a bunch of different rules uh, about what sort of expenses actually qualify. So you can't do standard off-the-shelf dev work and submit that for a refund. But if you did something interesting where, for example, you took two off-the-shelf systems and you needed some sort of integration and you created a new system to make these two different tools talk to each other. And it's not just off-the-shelf work, but something that is actually legitimately technically uh, complex and has some uncertainty to it, then that is the type of thing that you might be able to get refunded. There are all kinds of other things uh, that qualify as well, but the things that we've worked on that were eligible for Shred were those types of projects. Basically, connecting different systems in a way that off-the-shelf tools just couldn't, and building something that wasn't obvious, where you really had to think of a bunch of different approaches and kind of experiment and and see what worked best and, and why, and then work through your implementation. The next one is IRAP. IRAP is managed by the National Research Council of Canada. It provides funding for small to medium-sized enterprises, and the program focuses on the development and commercialization of innovative technologies. It offers financial support, technical services, 
and business advice to eligible businesses. Our experience with IRAP is very much that you have to have a technology product that is either making money or can make you money and fits into an existing business that is making money. Really, there's a lot of emphasis on money. Like, is this a thing that will either make money as a product or increase your revenues as a business? With Shred, it's a little bit more open-ended. You can spend money on something interesting and innovative, but it doesn't necessarily have to be proven to make money for you uh, or as a product or as a, a, a part of your, your business. As long as you've spent money on building something that is innovative and interesting and that sort of fits all of the, ticks all the boxes, then you're good to go. With IRAP, they're really looking for products that can, that can make money. And with that said, they'll do a lot of different things. They will hook you up with different programs where they will pay, for example, for you to go through like uh, a security course and they will help you pay for audits on your security and maybe architectural aid if you're building a complex system. They'll do all that kind of stuff but you really have to prove that you have a thing that is going to make money or that you can sell or something like that. Okay, next we are going to talk about student funding because it's there's a lot of it. There's a lot of those types of programs. Uh, I think basically Canada puts a lot of energy into attracting students to Canada and then wants to build an ecosystem here with the talent that we have developed. So first let's talk about MITAX, and that's M-I-T-A-C-S, not M-Y-T-A-X. MITAX provides funding for programs that really target uh, university students. I think you can, you can work with undergrads and uh, graduate students. The emphasis that I've seen in the past was on, oh, you can get a bunch of funding to hire a master's or a doctoral student, which is kind of great. You get access to them and you work with their professors to build out really interesting technologies. They are really aimed uh, at fostering this sort of relationship between academia and industry. So MyTax really wants to build strong relationships between companies and universities and get them working together and fostering like a really strong bond between them. Next, I'm going to talk about a program that we've used a couple times that was pretty great. Uh, it's uh, Work Integrated Learning from ICTC, which is the Information and Communications Technology Council. And basically what they do is they provide this, this funding called Work Integrated Learning, which is you hire a current student for something like a co-op or internship style program. And for that student, for their term, they will, they will provide you up to 50% of that student's salary, up to $5,000, or up to 70%, up to $7,000 if they're an underrepresented group. So if you're hiring someone who is underrepresented in technology, you can get up to $7,000, which is pretty great. The next one is one that we have applied for a couple different times, but never actually landed because it is so competitive. There are so many people applying for this program because it's kind of awesome. And it is called the Digital Skills for Youth program. DS4Y, as it's referred to, allows you to hire 
unemployed or underemployed youth, meaning someone between 15 and 30 years old, at small to medium-sized businesses, I think the cutoff is 500 employees. So if you're a company under 500 employees, you can make use of this grant. As long as the youth you are hiring is learning something about digital skills or working in the digital context, field, whatever, technology. So that might mean uh, doing things like software development or cybersecurity or machine learning or whatever. Anything that you can think of really related to building a tech product probably makes sense. And the great thing about this program is it offers up to $30,000 per intern. That includes wage subsidies, benefits, training, and other costs. Beyond that, there are a wide variety of more specialized grants that are available. There are a variety of funding programs that you can use to, to help train employees. There is funding available from eco.ca for wage subsidies for people working in the environmental sector. And there are a ton of others. If you search for Wage Subsidies Canada, you will find giant lists of, of programs available. They each have sort of different eligibilities that are occasionally hard to navigate. So you'll need to be careful as you're digging through all of the details, but check it out. There's a lot of stuff out there. Alrighty, well, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this stuff, please like and subscribe on YouTube. And if you listen in a podcast app, rate and review in there as well. And make sure to subscribe so you catch all the new episodes. We would love to hear what you think. And we would also love to have you on the podcast. So reach out to us if you are interested in talking about this stuff. Uh, you can email me at raphael at ifmafcreative.ca. I will put that email address in the show notes or hello at ifmafcreative.ca. We will get your emails there. And make sure to sign up for our newsletter, where we'll be sending you tons of great info about building small tech products. It's going to be videos, blog posts, any podcast episodes you may have missed, and a bunch of other good stuff. So go to smalltechpodcast.com and click on the newsletter button at the top and you can head over there to subscribe. So that's it for this week's episode and we all want to do good in the world. So go out there and build something good, folks. See ya.